You're created to shine. You know, I ain't never spent a lot of money on a diamond ring that was ugly. Thank y'all. Y'all can be done. No, I ain't lying to you. Why would anybody do that? Why would you go? I need to walk into will you walk into K Jewelers or whatever one of them fancy I never bought one. Mine's all Cooper Zirconium because I'm a cheap dog. Thing they're, what they're gonna she's gonna die. We ain't gonna sell it or nothing. Here's the thing. You walk into the store and you go, excuse me, sir, I'd like to buy the dullest diamond you ever had. Said nobody ever. It don't make much sense, does it? Why would you walk in someplace and go, gosh, I don't want that pretty shiny thing. Give me the ugly one. It, nobody does that. The reason nobody does that is because why? Because you want a diamond that shines. Right? You want it big enough to where when your woman sees it, she goes, ah! She don't do like my wife. My wife sees it, she goes, baby, is that one real? That's, uh, that, that was honestly the truth. It was the truth. I gave her her engagement ring. The first one I bought her, I bought off Home Shopping Network for $50. Because I was cheap. And I didn't know if it was going to last. So... Then, then I gave her one on Christmas, and it was in this stocking stuffer because I thought, oh, it'd be cute. And I got her this little porcelain doll with little pinchy arms, and I put the ring in there, and she goes, oh, that's beautiful. Is it real? I got it on video somewhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's, it's real. That's, that one's real. But the thing of it is, is see, what we have is some of us are just like a cubic zirconium. We're walking around, and we're only shiny for a little bit, and then we get dope. That's the real. I got news. It's pretty hard to shine all the cotton picking time. Pretty soon, the world gets on you. That's what we just dealt with, right? The world, stuff gets on you. Stuff starts sucking stuff out of you. Guess what? Pretty soon, your shiny goes, I'm done. You see, in Matthew chapter 5, there's a lot of stuff that's going on here. But, you know, 5 through 7, here's Jesus teaching his followers, his disciples and the followers, the ones that were following him. And you see, we, we, don't, we take for granted. I'm, I'll give you a good example. Here's an example of Jesus teaching from the Sermon on the Mount. You might be familiar with this one, Matthew 6, 9 through 12. What's it say? In this manner, therefore pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do you know how many of you have taken that scripture exactly for granted? That's words from Jesus teaching us how to pray. This is direct stuff that he taught his disciples. The original 12. Right? The bad boys. He said, this is how you pray. Do you understand? He gave direction. We have direction from him of how we're supposed to react, how we're supposed to live. Direct words from Jesus' mouth that tells us how to do it correctly. And you know what? Oh, that's a key. I remember I read, I read that one when I was seven. I, that was a memory verse. That's just as bad as, you know, me. I, I thought it was Scripture. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul you'll keep. And if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul you'll take. That's not Scripture. 
But that's what I memorized when I was little, right? And this is the same thing. We memorize Scripture, but we don't actually take Scripture into our heart. There's one thing to know the Word of God, and there's one thing to know the Word of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a difference, and what we've got to do, if you want to actually know the Word of God, you've got to take it, absorb it, understand it, and then apply it. That's the problem we have. We want to hear it. Oh, the preacher made me feel good. Shut up. That ain't happening. Ain't happening. I didn't come here to tickle your ear bones. That's not, that's not why God brought me here. He didn't bring me... Dude, that heel and coming through Las Vegas, you know? You know how much I have to pray going through Sin City? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. We all do. It's like you hold your breath and put your foot up there. When nobody gets up, don't tell anything. It can get on you. Yeah, I was, he was right. I was praying. That's right. The thing of it is, I want you to understand something. We have words that Jesus gave us in order to understand. But I want you to take a little bit different. This is from the Sermon on the Mount. He says, Matthew 5, 14 and 16. Here we go. You ready? This is... oh. She, oh, she had a call last night. Here we go. <laughs> you are the light of this world. The city set on a hill cannot be hid. I'm going to stop right there for a second. You, I want you to think about that. Do you know that if you come in off of the interstate out there, there was a lot of flags? I don't know why there's a lot of flags. There's a lot of flags. And we would drove up this barn. We drove by and I went, did you see all them flags? There wasn't one person who said, no. Because they're right off the road. They're right there. Oh, glory, blowing beautifully, right? Why didn't they put those, you know, behind a hill? Or on the other side? Or, you know, behind a building? I think they wanted it out there where everybody could see it. Right? You see, here's, here's what we try to do. Well, I'm just going to be a Christian, but I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm going I'm I'm to live for God, but I'm going to do it without, you know, I don't, don't want to make a point. I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. He already said, you're a light of this world. And the city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. If you're truly a child of God, they're going to know it. And you, the only way you're going to hide it is not be one. <laughs> now we talking. The only way people are not going to know that you're a child of God is if you ain't acting like one. There we go. Here's the problem. We want to be so liked and loved by everybody else. We're going to talk like, dress like, walk like, listen to. What makes you different? Oh, I go to church on Sunday. Good for you. If you are not being the light into this world, then you're truly not living what God said we are supposed to do. The next verse says what? It says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Do you understand? It's kind of stupid to actually do something and then hide it from everybody else. 
Anybody ever been to a bar? Don't raise your hand. We ain't doing this. This is not confession. I'm not Catholic. I've never been into a bar where the lights were so bright you had to leave your sunglasses on. I've never walked into a concert, right? I, 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 I went <laughs> years ago uh, before I met my wife and, and, and before me and Jesus were really serious about each other. Well, he was serious. I just was like, not really. And then I went to a ZZ Top concert. And, 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 and you know, I, I, I got news. I, I think I was close to heaven, but not all the way. It was good. It was good. It was good. But the thing of it is, is it was bright up there. Because they were the star of the show. Right? And I was like, yeah! I was rocking out. It was dark. You know why? Because everybody out there was smoking dope. I got contact eye. Don't know what I was in contact with. It messed me up. Really bad. But the thing of it is, was I was sitting there and I was thinking, you've got to be kidding me, really? And then I thought about, wait a minute. Why didn't they, we, we paid the money. I should be the star of the show. The lights should be on the crowd and just take the light down. We just rock out. No, you came to see something, right? You came to see something. You know what the world's doing? The world's looking at you expecting to see something. And you know what we're doing? We're putting up... We're hiding the light that Jesus Christ has put inside of us because you know what? We're going to get attacked. In today's society, you're going to get attacked. No, that's just... If you don't believe it, let's go outside. I, 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 let's go outside and put homosexuality as a sin on a sign on, out there and everybody stand out there and see how long it takes before we have somebody out here protesting us. Shutting down the church. Because you understand what I'm saying? You cannot right now. But guess what? Is sin sin? Is sin sin? Let me ask you a question. I know that we can preach on homosexuality and alcoholism and everything else. But let's talk about lying, cheating, slandering. Gossiping. Right? What does it say, Alan? No sin shall enter the gates of heaven. None. Well, you know who puts severity on sin? We do. God says, I'll sin. And you know how you're going to get through? You're going to get through by asking him to forgive it. That's not even my message. Man, y'all are out to you about 389. Here you go. Listen. We've got to stop trying to hide our light out of fear. I asked you before, when we first started coming here, what, seven months ago or so? We started coming here. I told you, we come, that was in the middle of Corona. Oh, everybody's dying. I got a letter, my wife will tell you, well, I got a letter that says, you get Corona, you got 48 hours, there's nothing to do, you have no immune system. I ain't put a mask on unless I had to. You know why? Because Jesus Christ is my protector, my provider. He is the one who told me he controls the death, hell, and the grave. If he don't want me, I'm going. So what? You put a face diaper on me? You can do whatever you want to. If God does, if it's not my time, it's not my time. But the problem is, is I got news. I didn't go in there and go, I'm just not wearing a mask. I mean, let me tell you, Jesus Christ, let me tell you. 
I started using it as a witnessing tool. The lady at Walmart to this day, we don't have to wear masks. Every time I roll in, she goes, hi, preacher. Because every time I came in, I preached to her. Let me, I don't have to wear a mask. I have Jesus Christ. He's my protector. If you don't have Jesus Christ and you don't have that security, I can pray with you right here. It's really quick. All you have to do is say, Jesus, never mind, preacher, go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you've got to let your light shine. We have to stop living in the fear because guess what? People are going to hell and we're sitting back going, I don't want them to be mad at me. What are they going to do when they're burning for eternity in hell? Oh, I'm so glad that they didn't offend me when I was on earth. How many people a day are you walking by that don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior and we're not letting our light shine because we're afraid they're going to get upset or get offended? Let them get offended. Somehow, you've got to understand, God did not tell you to save anybody. He told you to be the light unto the world. He said for you to go and shine His love, to show them His love, and they will. It, nobody comes to the Father through Jeffrey Lee. They don't. They come through the Father through Jesus Christ. It's not my job to get them saved. It's my job to show them the way. All right, that didn't do my very good. Well, yeah, go to Overton. They love Jesus. In Galatians 5, 23, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in your lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. You see, the supply of those fruit is from His body, which means they're never-ending. I just asked how many people feel drained. How many people feel the joy has been sucked out of them. You've got to understand it's because when you're not letting the light of Jesus Christ shine in every moment and you're not letting Him take control, you, your supply ends. His does not. His does not. You don't can't say, well, I just, God just didn't give me the joy. No, that just means you ain't went into His Spirit. Because if you're with Him, in Him, you will have joy, peace, love, kindness, above your own understanding, but you're trying to control it. We're trying to control it. Oh, I'll be, I'll be nice until you ain't. You're controlling that. Because Jesus was kind, even put the soldier's ear back on. Do you remember? Knowing what that soldier was taking him to. Knowing what was going to happen. He said, no. You understand? We've got to stop trying to do it within ourselves, y'all. <sighs> Go to Overton. Yeah, they like you there. You see, there are three things. And I'm, I'm almost done, and we're going we're gonna to get out real early because y'all are just so into this. So I got three amen. Thank you. That's two, that's two more than I had. Yeah, 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 there, there it was. There it was. I saw it up here. I saw it up here. You got to understand, there are three appointed words that we all want to shine bright. For all who want to shine bright. Let me rephrase that. All right? 
If you want to really shine, first you have to ask God for wisdom. I want you to think about that. Wisdom. Not your wisdom. His wisdom. Because, see, my wisdom, y'all already found out. I've been here long enough. My education stopped before it should have. I'm telling you right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I've almost conquered the English language and said no one ever. But... (laughs) In fact, my wife was even making fun of me and this morning, and after it hurt my heart right there. <laughs> but no, he's, oh, yeah, yes, and whatever, I don't even know. The thing of it is, we've got to ask God for wisdom, because you've got to understand, if we try to walk through thinking it through ourselves, you know what we're going to do? We're going to fail. We're going to fail. Because my wisdom will take me as far as my patience. <laughs> that ain't a trip that's very long, I'm just telling you right now. Right? Stephen, you nod your head one more time. I'll knock the rest of that hair off his head. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. He's back there. I'm thinking, man, something. Wake him up. He's doing the Duncan bird. Yeah. Now, you know, we got to ask God for wisdom. Wisdom is something that has eluded me a lot. And the reason being is because I thought I was smart enough to do it. You see... Wisdom, God's wisdom, godly wisdom, has been something that I have had a hard time grasping because I can't. Scripture actually says that we'll never understand. But that don't make sense to me. So I'm going to figure it out. Everybody here has done the same thing. If you ain't y'all fibbing, we need to have another prayer meeting down here to get y'all saved. Y'all lying. We all do it. But the thing of it is, is we want to understand. See, wisdom does not mean I've got the answer. Wisdom is meaning I know that I ain't got the answer and I'm going to let God do it and I'm just going to go with Him. That's wisdom. Wisdom, if you know it, then you don't, if you already know the answer, you don't need God. I don't know what's going on in the United States of America. Well, I do know what's going on, but, but it, I don't know why or how we got to where we're at. I do. It, I do. Because <laughs> everybody got a trophy and then Democrats took over. But I'm just telling you. <laughs> I know why we're here. I don't know why we're here. I thought, good Lord, have mercy. Common sense. No, that didn't work either. We better start praying for wisdom. We better start praying for wisdom. Because if we don't pay for wisdom, you know what? They're going to take over because wisdom is going to be lost. The second thing we need to do is we need to be anointed. You want to shine bright for Jesus Christ, you better be anointed. I'm not talking about come up here, let me spit oil on you or nothing like that. I'm talking anointed by the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit to where He's able to talk to you, guide you, instruct you, urge you, and move you when need be. If we don't, if we're not anointed and we're not going out covered in the blood of Jesus Christ with our sins forgiven, knowing that we're walking in His footsteps, if we don't do that, what you're walking into is a headache. 
as my first marriage. <laughs> I was like, man, she's beautiful. She's everything. Yeah, so uh, stupid move, buddy. That was the shortest six months of my life. Right. Yeah, right? It's like, man, I'm, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. Everybody in my family going, you better pray about that, buddy. I'm like, I pff, pray about, I'm praying about, I know what I, pff, I should have prayed. The third thing we got to learn to do is we got to learn to shine. You got to learn to shine. Now, I know that sounds like a stupid sentence. Oh, you, you learn to shine. How do I learn to shine? I'm going to tell you how to learn to shine. When things ain't going the way you want to. Put a smile on your face. And know that it's okay. Because in the end, everything we have here is going to turn to dust anyway. Period. It's all going to go away. But you know what I've got? I've got an eternity you promised to me. Said no more sorrow. No more sorrow. No more tears. I'll take that. I'm tired. I'm tired. My wife this morning on the way here, she was having, every once in a while, she's, from surgeries that she's had from the cancer, the, there's uh, scar tissue that attaches to different things inside of her. And when she moves certain ways, it rips inside of her. And the pain gets so high, she passes out. And, and, and it's very violent inside of her body. And we're on our way here, and she's sitting in the back seat, and she's battling this. She did something and moved and it ripped inside of her and she was trying not to pass out all the way here. You could tell, couldn't you, when she was standing up here singing her heart out to Jesus Christ. You could tell she was in pain, couldn't you? Couldn't you? You, could, you couldn't? You know why? Because even when things aren't going good, if you're doing something for Jesus and you're doing it correctly and you know he's in charge and you know he's your healer, your provider, your protector, you're going to smile because even if it hurts right now, you know that no matter what happens, it's coming, it's going to be good. Alan, Alan's legs, he was up here trying to bend down because I'm like worthless. He's down here trying to hook all this stuff up and his knees, his knees are hurting and everything else. You could tell that he was in pain, couldn't you? Wait a minute, y'all. How many people in your everyday life walk around thinking, whoa, don't talk to so-and-so, they're mad. You see, I'm not telling you that pain's not real. You're talking to an idiot in a wheelchair. Dirt. I know pain. I know being disabled. I know having to do different junk. I get all that. My thing is, are you going to let this life control you? Or are you going to control this through Jesus Christ? That's the question. Who is shining more? The perils of this world or the one that we know has our back? What's shining more out of you? We just took a group down to, to Mexico. <coughs> Went to Mexico. And you know what? We were tired. 
We were beat up. We were burnt. I didn't know I was sunburnt until my skin started falling off. Got no feeling on my legs. I was out there being all sexy in my short pants. <laughs> I guess my, my legs looked about like them shirts, you know, <laughs> they just blood red. I was like, baby, what's going on? I'm flaking pieces. She's like, baby, you got sunburned. Oh, forgot. Yeah, can't feel. We were down in Mexico having a blast. Said nobody there hardly. You know why? Because it was hard work. It was dirty work. But when we walked away, God had opened doors. God had opened doors where I got to speak to the Father who was also on dialysis just like me. And His words to me is, I'm waiting to die just like you. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not waiting to die. Now, if I do, I know where I'm going to you. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about his promise. It says by his stripes we are healed. You got to understand that doesn't mean I'm going to be healed here, but I'm going to be healed. You see, I don't think Davida is going to have a clinic in heaven. I don't think it's going to be a necessity because it says there's going to be no more sorrow. And plugging into a machine doesn't make my day. I don't think they're going to need Invacare there to give me another wheelchair. I'm going to walk. So I got to talk to the uh, father. One of the kids asked one of the girls there, why do you smile all the time? Because he knows they had nothing. And she looked at him and says, because Jesus lets me live. Her light shined brighter than ours. Why? Because we were worried about my clothes are dirty. I don't want to get paint on my shoes. These shoes cost me $70. Why do we have to be out here? I wanted to go eat tacos. Do you understand what I'm saying? What light is shining in your every day? What are you looking for? Are your eyes focused on the things of God to where when something shows up in front of you, instead of people looking and going, well, look at that sourpuss over there, they see the love of Jesus Christ in you? Now, I'm not saying you're supposed to walk around. That's just weird. Right? But I got news, you're not supposed to walk around like you're ready to get in a fist fight all the time either. Look at, you, you see what I'm saying, folk? You were created to shine. You were created to be the light into this world. I got news, I've been listening. Everybody know this guy, his name's Gary. If you don't know him, just look for the shine in the corner. The lights will hit him just right. The thing over here, I want you to understand, Gary, Gary has been going through a trial. Now, I happen to know because I love Gary and I, I like to talk to him. This trial was, he bought him a toy. And then he had to give it back. Because he, his toy was broken. 
And they just got it back to him. What was it? Uh, four or five hours later, they fixed it and had it back to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? So anybody else know this story? No, I'm the only guy here that knows the story. He waited. Now, the patience that he waited with was that of Job, right? He was like, whenever you're done, just, you know, I would appreciate it to have it back, you know, before I, you know, turn, you know, 92, you know. <laughs> right? I'd like, to, I'd like to have it, you know, while my wife is still with me, you know, and we're, you know, just any time. No, you know what? I, I watched him. He was like, I sent him a letter. It's about enough time, right? I'm not talking about walking around being silly. But the thing of it is, if you call and say, listen, this is the way it is. Not calling, I'm coming down there with mine. I'm going to beat the, y'all take you outside. In the... Well, Jesus bless you too. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes the way we react is the way we are perceived. We've been waiting since November for a house to find out that we still don't know when we're going to get electricity to our house. It's so pretty and unlivable. It's it's poopoo brown. It's so beautiful. I go by it every day and go, ah, I'm going to live there someday. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm so glad I'm a member of Valley Electric Association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, suckers. Yeah, Jesus needs to get a hold of them. <laughs> yeah, they're costing me money. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. But you know what? I had an opportunity. There's a young lady who's the, the, the manager of our project. And instead of calling and going, are you kidding me? What's going on? Do you know I have to extend my loan again? You understand what I'm saying? Instead I'm going, hey, can you just give me some instructions? Let me know where we're at. Oh, the house is beautiful, Monica. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. You are amazing, right? Can I just bless you today? My realtor will tell you, because of that, she's put us in front of a lot of people. My granddaddy used to put it, you know, you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. I just don't know why anybody won't catch flies. <laughs> Never made sense to me. I'm thinking, I kill them things, man. I don't want them on me. But what I'm trying to tell y'all is the world right now has no hope. The world has no hope. But we do. And if we're the light into this world, we could see things changing now. We could see a change, Alan. We could see this whole situation completely turn backwards. And the way it's going to turn around is through Jesus Christ. And you know the tools that He's put on this earth? You're sitting here. The ones that He's expecting to be the light and to show the world how to react are sitting in this room. 
Are you putting a bushel over your light? Father, thank you for this day. God, thank you for these people. God, I pray right now that you will help us. God, through all circumstances, to let your light shine. God, rekindle the flame in us that we will feel your presence. And God, I pray right now, let us be effective for the kingdom of God. Guide the ones that need you to us that we can see and they can see your love through us. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen.